ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus our Lord and our Savior and our soon coming King. Jesus the righteous, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. Uh, don't worry, I still love you. Uh, this is just the nature of the beast. It's not personal. Don't take it personally. And to the standing between the living and the dead service family members, uh, the prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic, standing between the living and the dead. Devotional service family members my beloved this is Daniel White the third son of Daniel White Jr. the most loving man in history and uh, the grandson of Daniel White Sr. President of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible episode number 600 number 600 if you will for you really can't put a number on reading the Bible but for organization's sake for being able to find a certain podcast sake where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each each day in and through the chronological Bible in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the entire Bible, the whole Bible, as a single, true, non-fiction story, and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present, and the future, because God is very much into all that's going on, past, present, and future, because all of it is before Him. Always remember, God is almighty and not in our time frame. But He is involved, very much so. If you have any spiritual sense, any spiritual eyes, you know that God uh, is very much involved. Today, my beloved, we're reading 
Proverbs chapter 14 verses 1 through 10. Please pray with me. Do not look at me pray. Do not listen to me pray. And I, I'm, I'm telling you this for your own benefit because as I have told you, I know the song sounds cute. But it's true. A little talk with Jesus will make everything alright in your Christian life. And they dealt with the evangelistic side of that too in that song. Right from the get-go. Where it says, a little talk with Jesus will make you whole. Will get you saved. Oh yes. Just a little talk with Jesus. The thief on the cross had a little talk with Jesus. While Jesus Christ was suffering and dying for our sins. Somehow. God spoke to that thief's heart that this is the Son of God. He saw something in Jesus that he knew he did not have. Maybe it was the way he died, how he died, without saying a mumbling word, without screaming and hollering like maybe they did. A peace. He probably noticed how peaceful he was. I don't know what moved the thief on the cross to recognize that the man dying beside him was the King of Kings and Lord of Lords and the Savior of the world. But something, the Holy Ghost of God spoke to his heart and said, ignore that other thief over there. He, he's a dummy. Uh, he, don't listen to him. listen to me and uh, he recognized that Jesus Christ was the Savior of the world <clears throat> and he said to Jesus a little talk with Jesus will make you whole And the thief on the cross said, Remember me when you enter into your kingdom. Jesus, of course still alive at the time, said, Thou shalt be with me in paradise. Have you had a little talk with Jesus, my dear friend? Have you called upon his name? For the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou, you, shalt be saved. That is the gospel. Why is it the gospel? Because Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That's good news for you and me. He was born of the Virgin Mary. He was born of the Virgin Mary. That means no man had sex with 
Mary before Jesus Christ was born. He never sinned in word, thought, or deed. Jesus Christ never committed sin like you and me. He died for our sins, so he was pure, holy, and untainted. His blood that was shed was pure blood, God's precious blood that flowed on Calvary for you and me. For John the Baptist called him the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. And so if you believe in Jesus Christ, you will be saved from the hell that you deserve, that Jesus Christ preached on more than anybody in the Bible. In fact, he preached on hell, warning us of hell more than he did about heaven. And sadly, he has preached on hell more than most preachers living today and probably over the past 500 to 1,000 years. Sad to say. One of the reasons why I preach on it every day is in honor of him because he was very, very clear that if you do not believe in him, you're going to suffer in hell, in the flames of hell that shall never be quenched. They shall never be quenched forever and ever. That's how bad, that's how terrible sin is against God. God is holy, but he is loving. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's God's love for you, but understand he is holy, and you cannot enter into his heaven if you don't have the blood of Jesus Christ on you. So you must believe in the Lord Jesus Christ to be saved from the hell that you deserve and that I deserve, that the Pope deserves, that the Dalai Lama deserves, that even Joel Osteen, as nice as he is, deserves. Okay? So the Bible says repeatedly, Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shalt be saved. That's all you have to do to get saved and to be made whole. Along with that, have a little talk with Jesus. Have a little talk with Jesus, and he'll make you whole. He'll make you saved as you believe in your heart. The gospel, the good news that Jesus Christ preached first and best when he said the most important words in the history of the world to mankind 
For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Right now, I'm going to give you an opportunity to get saved from hell. I'm going to give you an opportunity to have a little talk with Jesus. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you want to be saved today, believe in your heart that Jesus Christ, the only pure holy man who ever lived on this earth, died for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. He went through hell and went to hell for you. He paid your sin debt in full. It's time for you to get your eternal life insurance policy uh, squared away. And it's paid for in full. You don't have to pay a premium. You don't have enough money to pay for it. You will never have enough money to pay for it. Baptism in a church can't save you. I got baptized at the age of 12. I remember it to this day. It was a beautiful Sunday. I didn't even know there was a pool underneath the pulpit. My great-grandfather who started the church was a genius back in his day to put that baptismal pool underneath the pulpit. I didn't know that. I got baptized underneath the pulpit. I remember it. And I went down a dry center and came up a wet center just as lost as I was before I went underneath the water. Hmm? Have you ever had that experience? Religious but lost. Born and raised in the church. Dad, a preacher, mama, a preacher, but I was lost and on my way to hell and I didn't even know I was going to hell <coughs> because they never taught me that. They never preached the gospel to me for me to understand that. Oh, I heard many sermons and a bunch of hooping and hollering, but I never heard the gospel. I heard the church doors are open at the end of the sermon, the, church, the, the doors of the church are open. I didn't know that the doors of the church had been open since Jesus Christ died for my sins. They never said that. They were just interested in me becoming a church member and we became members of at least five or six churches. But we were all lost, including my dad and mom at the time. My dad got saved later on by listening to Billy Graham, and it changed his life. I'm still praying for my mother, resting in religion. How about you? Are you resting in religion? And what you did in a church? years ago thinking that that and be, deceiving yourself into thinking that that saved you when you know deep down you're not saved see god is holy and god is righteous he would not let you think you're saved when you uh when you you're lost he, he's not going to do that he's going to keep on working on you that's why he's waiting right now that's why he has not come back yet you know why because he's waiting on you i thank god he waited on me till December the 19th, 1979. So dear friend, 
believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Church membership can't save you. Baptism can't save you. Giving uh, thousands or millions of dollars to the church will not save you. It will perish with you. Working in the church all of your life will not save you. Being a deacon, being on the mission board, being on the deacon board, being on the trustee board, being on this auxiliary or that, dressing a certain way will not save you. Only belief in the Lord Jesus Christ will save your soul. That's the beginning point. So if you want to be saved today, my dear friend, follow me in prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner. And that I have done evil in your sight. And I know that I have sinned against you many times. By lying. By stealing. By lusting after people and things coveting what they have, uh, dishonoring and disobeying my parents, dishonoring you by taking your name in vain. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. My failures and my faults. I do know that I deserve to burn in hell forever. I do not deserve to go to heaven. However, I thank you for your holy gospel. And I believe in your holy gospel. I believe in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, I do believe in you. Please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil ways and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus Christ. For it is in your holy name I do pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you had that little talk with Jesus with me and you believed in your heart, in the Lord Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God for your sins then may I say to you congratulations for doing the most important thing in life and that is obeying what Jesus told you to do, and that is believe in him and call on his name. 
I believe that based upon the Word of God, then you are saved. And may I say to you, congratulations. And also, uh, if you do not mind, go to gospellightsociety.com and read my free book titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. And uh, that book will help you to grow in your newfound faith in Christ. And uh, it will help you to become the Christian disciple that God wants you to be. Also, let us know that you got saved so that we can rejoice with you by emailing us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com or whatever email is on that platform. <clears throat> also, dear friend, uh, if you have a prayer request, please uh, send that in to the same email so that we can pray for you until you tell us to stop. Now at this point we will resume the standing between the living and the dead devotional service uh, at the point of reading God's holy word and then a Bible study which will be your first Bible study as a saved person and uh, uh, after we pray. Let's pray together. Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. For Jesus Christ's sake, Lord have mercy and grace upon those of us who are saved. Please forgive us of our sins, our faults, and our failures. Wash and cleanse our hearts, our minds, souls, spirits, and consciences in the precious blood of Christ. And make us whiter than snow on the inside. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your holy gospel that you allowed me to preach once again. And Lord, I praise you and I thank you for salvation. Spiritual, family, life, financial, material, protection, and provision, mental and physical blessings that you have bestowed upon us. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I still uh, cannot get over it. I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your Holy Word. And Lord, uh, I praise you and thank you for the millions, the many, and the manifold 
blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years. And Holy Father God, help your people to pray for themselves and to pray for me too, but to pray for themselves. Help them to have that little talk with you that changes their mindset, that changes their perspective about what's happening in the world, what's happening in their lives. For Lord, prayer, through prayer, you change us. Oftentimes more than the circumstances because you're using the circumstances to break us, to humble us, and to make us, and to mold us to be what you would have us to be. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, for I pray that you would, for those of us who are saved, deliver us from temptation, evil, and sin. Grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. Help those of us, for thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. And help those of us, Lord, who are saved to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you, our first love. Give us a heart like yours. Give us a pure heart. And Lord, when we mess up, help us to confess up (coughs) and to repent and to turn from our evil ways. And Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, for the salvation of the lost. We pray, Lord, for the salvation of the religious and lost, as well as, Lord, the irreligious and lost. Lord, I humbly ask for your Holy Ghost to continue to move upon the hearts of hundreds, thousands, and millions and help them to hear the gospel. And once they hear it, that they would respond to it in a positive way. I pray, Holy Father God, for my own family members, starting with my wife and all of our other family members who are religious, hardworking in the church, but who are lost. And uh, we pray, Lord, for uh, all people who don't know you as Savior. Open their blinded eyes, unstop their deaf ears. In my wife's case, Lord, help her to humble down and to truly believe in you because you are there. You are available for her to do so. And Lord, the software, if you will, that you will place in her will change uh, uh, how she acts and make uh, her living the Christian life even better, even easier, because you have a way of working in us and through us, breaking us and making us and molding us to be what you would have us to be. So break the hard rock of her pride and help her to humble herself and to truly believe in you and be the Christian woman and wife 
that you want her to, to be because her mothering days are over. She can't go back and change that. But she can change some things with your help. And I pray that, Lord, she will allow you to do that because I know that you are willing to do it. And so, Holy Father God, we pray not only for uh, people in my family who are not saved, but I pray, Lord, for uh, thousands, yea, millions of religious families with lost people in the family. Religious folk in uh, thousands and millions of people in churches, even in so-called mega churches who have never been born again. They have just been plugged in as terrorist devils by pastors who are only concerned about the money and behinds in the seats. At the same time, I thank you for godly, God-called pastors who are more concerned about the souls of the sheep. And so, Holy Father God, we pray that you would revive those who are saved, heal those, Lord, who are sick. Thank you for bringing some healing into my life without my having to go to the doctor. And uh, thank you for hearing my prayers. I pray that you'll heal others who are sick, whether they have to go to the doctor or not. <clears throat> In our family and beyond, and Lord, we pray for millions who are hurting across this country, around the globe, in our local communities, in our churches, and in our families. <coughs> Pardon me, Lord. And Holy Father God, we pray that for those of us who are born again and saved, and Lord, help these, the people with me to pray for themselves and help them to experience the peace and the joy that you can give them. Not by listening to me pray, but by being uh, motivated and led to pray by you. Because you may not always change the circumstances real quick. You can. Uh, but oftentimes you choose not to do that because you want us to change and change our focus from what's going on to you to change our perspective to get our minds out of the gutter of the world and get our minds in heavenly places God help us to all do that and uh, Lord, I pray that you would uh, comfort those who are grieving and mourning in this world, saved and lost. And we pray that you would draw those who are lost to yourself. But Lord, we also pray for your saints that you would lift our burdens, cares, worries, and anxieties, troubles, problems and fears from our hearts, our minds, our souls, and our spirits. We cast all care upon you, Lord, for we know that you care for us. We pray also, Lord, that you will truly help us to truly confess our sins and repent of our sins and turn from our wicked ways. 
and uh, and do right by you and be committed to you and to obey you. And by your grace, we pray that you deliver us, Lord, from all of our tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations, tests and tensions as they come. Praying for now and in the future and deliver us from our distresses and afflictions. And Holy Father God, Lord, we pray that, uh, uh, I pray for my wife, I know, and I pray, Lord, for other people in our family. Lord, I pray for even my, all of my children. And Lord, if they have allowed the devil to seep into their lives, the demons of hell to seep into their lives, by evil communications, by corruption, and sin. Lord, as you know, I have not prayed this publicly before other than for my wife and others in the family who I know are filled with demons and the devil. But I pray for my children, Danny, Daniel, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, Daniel Ezekiel, and Danielle, Duran, Danielle, and Quasi as well. And I pray, Holy Father God, for my entire family that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic, demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of the hearts and lives of my wife first and foremost. And if my children have been infected by the devil and the demons of hell, them too. Drive the demons of hell out of their hearts, minds, souls, and spirits uh, from people uh, that they've gathered from evil people in the church and out of the church. Demon spirits that have jumped in them that will cause them to forget what they were taught. And give all of us today sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. And uh, Lord, I do pray that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons and his hosts from this family. Because the devil is mad at our family because you have used our family to do some great and mighty things even to this day. And so Lord, I know that the devil and devilish people have attacked my grown children and uh, and some of them are not as strong as they used to be. So, Lord, I pray that you would place upon us the whole armor of God. Surround us all with the man of your holy angels and the wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. Protect them from evil family members. That includes their grandmothers. That includes their aunts. That includes cousins and uh, who would try to turn them away from how they were raised based upon your holy word. And Lord, to help them to live out their lives following you as they were trained to do. And not betraying you and not betraying what they have been taught. And Holy Father God, I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ 
deliver each and every one of us in our family and I pray this same prayer for all other families that uh, name the name of Christ and I pray Lord also that you deliver all of us from spiritual and mental physical and emotional family and financial legal student loan debts student progress problems uh, communication problems and Lord I pray that you'll protect uh, Lord uh, especially your people but everybody in the world continued I pray that you will continue to protect us from a mass uh, according to your will uh, I'm just humbly asking that as you continue to chastise your church and rebuke the world and, and punish the world because of our gross sins that we've committed against you. I pray that you would continue to remember mercy in the midst of necessary chastisement, rebuke, and judgment. That there would not be a mass housing crisis, food crisis, medical crisis, and utilities crisis. However, Lord, I know that if we persist in our evil and our gung-ho proud attitude and spirit that's coming but Lord I I believe you would have me to pray this to you anyway as a human being and Holy Father God uh, whatever the case I am with you I'm with you 100% so let your will be done and not mine and Holy Father God I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, Lord, that you would protect my family and all other families that name the name of Christ. Protect us, Holy Father God, from ourselves, our flesh and the devil and the demons of hell. Lord, protect all of my children in a special way, Danny, Daniel, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, Ezekiel, and Danielle, Duran, Danielle, and Quasia, and all other uh, Christian families who name the name of Christ and their children from this demonic and sin-cursed world. For this world is not only not our home as your word as the song says but this world is our enemy. And so Lord I pray that you will place upon us the whole arm of God. Protect us from the devil and the demons of hell in the family and in the church. Cover us and cleanse us through the blood of Christ. Place upon us the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels. And uh, lift up, Lord, uh, lift up your holy name in all that we say and do. Thank you for uh, blessing me to preach the gospel already. And giving me the privilege to do that. And also, uh, Lord, lift up your holy son, the Lord Jesus Christ, that others may come to know your Savior as well before it is eternally too late. At the same time, Lord, prepare us for good days and bad days. Prepare us, Lord, for uh, celebrations and tragedies. Prepare us, Lord, for weddings and, fu weddings and funerals. And prepare us, Lord, for life and death. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great 
pleasure to read in your hearing, Thus saith the Lord, the Word of God. At Proverbs chapter 14, verses 1 through 10. Every wise woman buildeth her house, but the foolish plucketh it down with her hands. He that walketh in his uprightness feareth the Lord, but he that is perverse in his ways despiseth him. In the mouth of the foolish is a rod of pride, but the lips of the wise shall preserve them. Where no oxen are, the crib is clean, but much increase is by the strength of the ox. A faithful witness will not lie but a false witness will utter lies. A scorner seeketh wisdom, and findeth it not. But knowledge is easy unto him that understandeth. Go from the presence of a foolish man, when thou perceivest not in him the lips of knowledge. The wisdom of the prudent is to understand his way, but the folly of fools is deceit. Fools make a mock at sin, but among the righteous there is favor. The heart knoweth his own bitterness, and a stranger doeth not intermeddle with his joy. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, I praise you and I thank you for your holy word. Have it to find a lodging place in our hearts. Help us to meditate on it and help us to remember it. and to obey it, and to apply it to our lives, and to share it with others, and to preach it, and to teach it, and to preach your holy gospel from it. In Jesus Christ's name, so that others may come to know you as Savior, thank you, Lord, again for uh, giving me the privilege to preach your holy gospel already. Right from the top of this service. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. And for his sake. Amen. <clears throat> My beloved. Ladies and gentlemen. Brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. Family, friends and foes. And even foes in the family. And to the standing between the living and the dead service family members. And by the way, this is service 795 
This is the standing between the living and the dead service number 795. Five more days will be 800 days we have been here in these services. And the coronavirus plague has not stopped. You may have stopped paying attention to it, but it's still here and it's still killing people along with new plagues, the monkeypox, new variants, centurion has been, variant centurion is popped up. I think that's the name of it. Uh, uh, is in the news today. It, it goes beyond Omicron. And it's ongoing because people in the church are not repenting. Hard-headed and stiff-necked. And the world, therefore, is not toning down their evil because the church has not toned down her evil. Sad to say. So, my beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book, Morning and Evening. This is the podcast and this is episode number 594. We are at Luke chapter 22, verse 46. That's where the Prince of Preachers, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, has us today. <coughs> Pardon me. And said unto them, Why sleepy? Rise and pray, lest ye enter into temptation. When is the Christian most liable to sleep? Is it not when his temporal circumstances are prosperous? Have you not found it so? When you had daily troubles to take to the throne of grace, were you not more wakeful than you are now? Easy roads make sleepy travelers. Another dangerous time is when all goes pleasantly in spiritual matters. Spiritual matters. Christian went not to sleep when lions were in the way or when he was wading through the river or when fighting with Apollyon. But when he had climbed halfway up the hill, difficulty, the hill difficulty, and came to a delightful arbor, he sat down and forthwith fell asleep to his great sorrow and loss. The enchanted ground is a place of balmy breezes laden with fragrant 
odors and soft influences, all tending to lull pilgrims to sleep. Remember Bunyan's description, then they came to an arbor, warm and promising, much refreshing to the weary pilgrims, for it was finally wrought above head, beautified with greens, and furnished with benches and settles. It had also in it a soft couch where the weary might lean. The arbor was called the Slothful's Friend and was made on purpose to allure. If it might be some of the pilgrims to take up their rest there when weary. And ladies and gentlemen, I believe many, many Christians are in the arbor, sitting on the couch, and lying down on the couch, and doing other things on the couch. Depend upon it. It is in easy places that men shut their eyes and wander into the dreamy land of forgetfulness. Old Erskine wisely remarked, I like a roaring devil better than a sleeping devil. Go ahead, Spurgeon. There is no temptation half so dangerous as not being tempted. The distressed soul does not sleep. It is after we enter into peaceful confidence and full of full assurance in the prosperity gospel that we are in danger of slumbering. I added the prosperity gospel. Thank God Spurgeon, Spurgeon did not have to deal with that back in his day. The disciples fell asleep after they had seen Jesus transfigured on the mountaintop. Take heed, joyous Christian. Good frames are near neighbors to temptations. Be as happy as you will, only at the same time be prayerful, and I'm adding prayerful, and watchful. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for this magnificent reminder to those of us who are already saved. At the same time, Lord, we pray for those who are not saved, that they would hurry and get saved by believing in you, Lord Jesus Christ, based upon your holy word, that you spoke, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. Now, beloved, we turn to the uh, family segment, what I have dubbed the family verses, and I believe that this is the last day that we're in the segment or the section that God deals with children in the family. God deals with the wife first, God deals with the husband second, God deals with the children third, and then God deals with the parents, and then God deals with everybody with the importance of watching that devil over there in that corner 
and putting on the whole arm of God. Ephesians chapter 6 verses 1 through 3. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. <clears throat> the problems that you will have in life if you have had and if you have been blessed to have parents in the Lord, or at least a parent in the Lord, will be disobedience to what that parent taught you from the Word of God. God will hold you accountable. If you know better, you better do better. Otherwise, you're going to have much trouble in your life. If God has blessed you with one parent, as is the case with my children, uh, my children who I raised by myself to teach you every day the Word of God and to pray with you every day. And you go out and try to paint the town red, you're going to end up in a whole lot of trouble with God because you know better. And if you know better, you ought to do better. You can't run with the gang. You can't run with uh, whoremongers and whores and drunkards <clears throat> you will be destroyed by your own hands and God will allow it because you know better so uh, I do want you to understand that what a godly parent taught you from the word of God you better obey that even after you leave as I said yesterday, you don't have to obey a parent regarding who you marry. Unless you're marrying somebody of the same sex. You better obey that godly parent's advice that you, you can't do that. You don't do that. And also, if you marry somebody who is not a Christian, you better obey that too. So, uh, even as adults, you're obligated to obey what your godly parent taught you from the Word of God. It goes with you. It extends out beyond your time in the house with that parent, and you know it. So with that said, let's pray for other families, <clears throat> families that don't know Jesus Christ as Savior, and families that do. And for many other people as we come to a close. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We pray, Lord, for all families that don't know your Savior. That your Holy Gospel would reach them. And that your Holy Ghost will move upon their hearts to believe it. And we pray for all families that have got turned around, families that name the name of Christ and who say that they're saved, but they have gotten turned around by the devil in the world. Lord, help them to come back to you and to believe in you and to trust in you and to depend upon you and help them to come back to these words that you wrote 
for them to obey so that they can have peace in their marriage and in their family and that their marriage and family would end up successful. And uh, Holy Father God, we also pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick, for the comfort of the grieving. And Lord, we pray that you would draw them to yourself for salvation around the world. We pray, Lord, not only for the millions, but we pray, Lord, for these individuals as well. We pray, Lord, for the family and the friends of Nigeria resident Ismail Ibrahim. We pray for the family and friends of New York resident Eli Prem. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Albania resident Alfie Alf Selmanaj. And we pray for the family and friends of Florida resident Tha Fazan. We pray for the family and friends of Albania resident Insa Padvorica. We commit all of these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. And Holy Father God, we also pray, uh, Lord, for uh, all government ministers from the president on down to police officers we pray Lord that you will save uh, those who are lost revive those who are saved cast out the devil and the demons of hell out of everybody in a government who has that problem for some are demon possessed we pray that you would open their blinded eyes and unstop their deaf ears save their souls even on the Supreme Court, truly lead them and guide them and direct them in the path and in the way that you want them to go. And uh, Holy Father God, we pray for the protection of all of your government ministers. We also pray for the protection of all of your saints Uh, especially those who are being persecuted now in Nigeria, in America, and around the world, that you will uh, deliver them and protect them and work mightily in their behalf uh, and grant us all your grace, uh, Lord, to stand for you in our trying hours and in our dying hours. And Holy Father, God, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And we pray also, Lord, for all of the people, thousands of folks on the prowess, on the prowess for over the past 42 years, all of the people who have asked me to pray for them. I include them in this prayer at the top. And then, Lord, I pray for some new people who I have sent in prayer requests recently. We pray for all of these people, salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. And we pray that you protect them from the coronavirus plague and other plagues. And we pray for, by name, Pastor Bushibi, 
and his church and ministry and we pray Lord with him for supplies for the orphan children's school ministry uh, and their fees to be paid as they return to school we pray for past adoption please provide him with the money and food uh, he needs for the orphans and protect them all from the coronavirus we pray for Linda uh, please save Delina and Holly bless them with financial help and physical and emotional healing and Lord we pray for all of the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel through this ministry help them all the thousands who have believed in you and these few by name help them all to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith and uh, to be the Christian disciples you want them to be we pray for Ronald we pray for Lewis we pray for Haney we pray for okay and we pray for cause we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you as well and we pray that you'll help them to grow in the faith and stand strong in the faith and never get back into a uh, backslidden state we pray for Thomas we pray for Tracy we pray for Benjamin we pray for Sunila we pray for Eve we commit these souls into your hands as well as ours let your will be done in all of our lives in Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake amen ladies and gentlemen farewell until we meet again later this evening and maybe earlier than usual because of the heat and so forth and other reasons but bear with us and uh, 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 I'll be preaching the Wednesday uh, service uh, not too long from now if the Lord tarries is coming and we live and uh, until then pray without ceasing keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord and one of the best ways to do that is to pray without ceasing. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, as we listen to the beautiful song, I'll Fly Away. <laughs>